You guys have probably heard me talk about it at this point, but the One Broke Actress Working Actor Workshop is now officially open for two sets of dates in October. Instead of hearing me talk about the workshop, I thought it would be best if you talked to three actors who attended the workshop this summer. Kendall Dupree, Dan O'Brien, and Brittany Shaw. I think the parts of the workshop that not only stood out to me, but parts that I still use pretty much every day. First off, the little guide that you give us that shows us essentially like finances, working, these, it's like a survival toolkit for actors. And I love too that it is not just for LA, it's for everywhere. It's truly a universal guide, which is so helpful, especially for actors like myself who are bi-coastal, it's so helpful. One thing that you brought up a lot in the workshop and especially in the Q&A section that you graciously gave so much time for and that I love is so curated to each individual workshop because you take your time with everybody. But one thing that you really stress that I really hold close is the power that we have over our own careers, more so than I think we initially thought. And so that theme really has stuck with me ever since I took your workshop. And everyone was like, oh, the financing section, the financing section, the budgeting, and I couldn't agree anymore. I'm coming from a variable income. You know, budgeting is foreign to me almost. That slide kind of putting numbers to the different aspects of an actor's life was amazing. It was like a light bulb going off. That alone, I think, was worth taking the workshop. Things that have really stuck out for me, like you gave no BS. Like you were like, this is like the budget. <laughs> this is what it takes. That You have to do this and that and really understanding it instead of like the airy fairy kind of stuff. Better networking strategies. I was felt really icky about networking. I was like, oh, I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> What's that mean? Kendall, Dan, and Brittany, thank you guys so much for taking the time to talk to me. You guys are rock stars, and I am so excited to watch your careers explode. If you guys are interested in learning more about the Working Actor Workshop, all of the information is linked in our show notes of this podcast episode and also available at onebrokeactress.com. Okay, let's get to the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the One Broke Actress Podcast, an honest account of actor life plus a few lessons I learn in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, and today you got another solo episode, guys. We are talking all about decision fatigue. So a couple weeks ago, I posted on Instagram that I wear roughly the same clothes every morning that I kind of have a uniform that I put on when I get up. And I do this because I hate making choices. <laughs> you guys had a lot of questions about this, so we're going to talk a little bit about it today. Let's start out with the fact of what is decision fatigue. You might not have heard this ever in conjunction with your life as an actor. So decision fatigue is you literally have an amount of decisions you have to make every day, and by the end of the day, you are exhausted. You know, when your partner or your friend turns to you and says, what do you want for dinner? And you're like, I just literally don't care. Just decide for me. And sometimes you're like, well, anything but that. But you know what I mean? Like you just can't make another choice at the end of the day. 
These choices, you little choices you make all day long really rack up. So for example, you have to get up in the morning. Okay, you have to pick out clothes to put on. Are you going to wash your face? Do you take your dogs for a walk? Are you going to eat breakfast? Do you have coffee or do you have tea? Are you going to work out? When are you going to start work? Do you check your email? Do you check Instagram? Are you going to post to Instagram? Actually, what should I do today? Do I have a to-do list? All of these things. Before you've been awake for an hour, you've made so many decisions already. Some of those decisions you can put on autopilot. Some of them you can't, right? Literally as actors all day long for our job, we are making decisions and choices. We are deciding where to put our energy. How much of our focus is our day job going to get? How much enthusiasm are we going to put towards this today? For your acting career, if you don't have auditions, you have to actually choose to work on things during the day or at night or the morning, whatever. You have to physically pick things to work on and choose. I think this gets more nuanced, not easier, but more nuanced when you are constantly working. So our friends who are series regulars on shows, they're instead making decisions about a PR person or what events to go to or what to post about, what charities to get involved in. Like they're still making these big decisions, but they're not having to decide on all these little things that I think that we forget that are also important in the beginning of our career. So deciding, am I going to send an update email to some casting directors? Am I going to retool my letter to a certain agent? Am I going to reach out to my manager because I haven't heard from them in a while? These things can exhaust us because they're not just one-time decisions. Oftentimes, a lot of choices go into making one thing happen for our career because if we are going to send an update email. Okay, cool. So I have to put a picture in there. Should I do a headshot? Should I do like an editorial shot? Do I link my Instagram? Do I make it like a newsletter or do I make it like a form? And this type of exhaustion from answering these questions can often lead to burnout or to just complete case of the fuckets. Fuck it. It's too many choices. It's too many things to figure out. I'm not going to do it. And the same thing happens when you decide when to work on what. Where do you put your time or money or energy? It gets exhausting. Exhausting. And I don't have a perfect system for this, but I can help and tell you some ways that I help myself navigate this process. Because we want to save our good energy and all of our enthusiasm for decisions for the fun stuff, right? Don't we just want to be on set deciding, you know, what our character would think in this moment or, you know, what would we eat at this meal if we were in this scene or, you know, in this audition, I really want to do it this way. Like we want to use this creative energy in these ways and we don't want to waste it making these tiny decisions all day long that absolutely exhaust us. If you've ever gotten a last-minute call at night to do an audition, you know that by the time you reach that point in the day, especially for my listeners who have kids, you guys are so done with making choices about things. We are exhausted. So today we're going to go over some simple takeaways that you can use to potentially cut down on your daily decision fatigue. So first things first. Your morning routine or your morning menu, as Deb Smith likes to call it from the More Than You Can See podcast, 
she's been a guest on here quite a few times. And her last episode, uh, we talked in the mini series, The New Normal, about having a morning menu instead of a morning routine. But whatever works best for you, have a go-to list of things you do to start your day that you don't have to decide about. So here's kind of what I do. Like I said, I set out my clothes the night before and I wear basically the same thing every day. I wear black leggings because they're the easiest ones to wear. When you get a pattern involved, you kind of care about what shirt you wear and I just, I just don't have time. So I wear black leggings, I wear a sports bra, and I wear a hoodie. And I immediately put that on, I throw cold water on my face, I use a tongue scraper because I just, I'm disgusting and I think it's great. And I go walk my dogs. That is literally everything I have to do first thing in the morning. There's no decisions to be made. My clothes are already sitting there. My routine's so in place, I don't even think about it. I leash my dogs up and I'm already on a walk. Within 10 minutes of waking up, all of those things are in motion. And then within 30 minutes, they're all done. I get back from my dog walk. I immediately have to feed my dogs. Then I typically have to feed myself. (laughs) Um, And that usually involves coffee and maybe a piece of fruit. And then I meditate and then I go work out. Do I always want to do these things like this? No, not at all. I don't wake up every morning thinking, God, I can't wait to have half an apple and then go work out. No, no. But if I, I know for a fact that if I elongate my morning and I get to like 9 or 10 a.m. and I haven't done anything, I feel like shit. I get annoyed by other things easier and the rest of my day feels like every decision compounds. Oh my gosh, okay, well, yeah, now I have to decide what I'm going to eat for lunch and when I'm going to film this audition and if I'm also going to work out, I need to shower and X, Y, Z. All of the things that are my daily go-tos, I get done first thing in the morning because I will not make better choices later in the day, Right? That's why like cake looks so good at 9 p.m. and not as good at 9 a.m. You know what I'm saying? Like your decision, your willpower, everything just fades as your day goes on. So that's kind of what my first system in place is to simplify and reduce your decision fatigue. Secondly, when you get an audition, right? Because that's when a lot of things can pop up for actors. We can have our life streamlined in so many ways. But when we get an audition, it feels like we have to make 10,000 choices very quickly. So I have that streamlined to a T. I have my self-tape set up. I can put together in three minutes or less. I have go-tos for either having a reader or getting someone online on We Audition. Just FYI, if you don't use We Audition, you can use the code BROKE25 for $7.50 membership for life. That wasn't even a planned plug, so I'm just going to tap myself on the shoulder. So having a go-to system for all the technical pieces of an audition will free you up to be able to play in your audition. And then you can save your decisions of... Of, of the fun stuff, of your character choices or of what framing you want to use because you're not deciding the lighting. You're not deciding the structural picture. That's already all set. You already have a system that works for you. You're not deciding who to ask to be your reader because you already have your people in place. Now, I am very lucky that my husband likes to read with me. He's a writer. He breaks down scripts well. It's incredibly, incredibly useful. But you have to find someone in your life 
who can be those last minute people for you. Yes, We Audition is a great resource for finding people who are online at all times of the day because they're international. But if you're going to go that route, I recommend having a few people that you really lean on heavily on the platform, right? I have a few favorite readers on there um, who have just helped me out over time quite a few times. And getting on there and using it quite a bit is very helpful in that way. So that's something you want to practice, right? So that way when the decision comes up of whether or not to use it, you already know whether it works for you or not. So having those things in place saves you so much decision-making, guys. Save the decision-making for the stuff you want to spend it on, for your props, for the fun things. Save that time. Another way I keep my decision fatigue at bay is I double up when I have some free time on whatever I am lacking. So this means if I feel like I have a lot of days in a row where I have a lot of seated, seated, <laughs> not taking it out. If I have a lot of seated work, meaning I have a bunch of work to do for my clients, I have tons of creation to do for one broke actress, all that kind of stuff. In the days before, if I have free time, I'll double up on my movement. I'll take my dogs for an extra long dog walk in the evenings. I will plan a second workout session. You know, if I know I have a big, busy week of social events coming up, I may use pockets of time to rest extra or to meal prep. Since I know that these sections of extra time are fleeting, I try to think what I will need more of later and what I won't be able to get. So this is a forward thinking way of reducing your decision fatigue because if you know you've already done all of the things you needed to do or doubled up on the things you're going to lack, you don't have to make as many hard decisions like, oh God, I should probably just get up at 4 a.m. to fit in a workout because I know it's not going to. No. If that doesn't work for you, then just take an extra walk the day before. Do you know what I mean? Like look ahead at your schedule and preemptively choose to focus on certain things at certain times. You are never going to be the best fitness version of you, the best actor version of you, the most engaged on social media, the best person in a relationship, the best version of a friend. You're probably never going to be all of those things at the same time. So accepting that and deciding where to put your energy when you have a little bit of extra can also save you a lot of time on this decision fatigue mode. And the last thing I'm going to leave you with today is a someday maybe list. So I have a running list on my iPad. You guys know I'm obsessed with my iPad. I use the program GoodNotes for everything. I love GoodNotes. I have a list of someday maybes. These are a list of tasks that I know I want to get to eventually, but are not of the utmost importance. And this way, when I'm deciding how to spend my time, what to do with my day, if I have a chunk of free time and there's no work to be done, which we know is very rare, I can toss in a someday maybe. Do I need to organize my closet, check up on my audition clothes, and get rid of stuff I haven't worn in the past two years, right? That's not important. It's not something I need to do right now. When I do get it done, however, it will reduce my decision fatigue because I'll have less random pieces of clothes in my closet to stare at and wonder if I'm supposed to wear. I do the same thing with my makeup, right? I have that listed on my someday maybe list. Clean out your makeup bags. Do I need this eyeliner from 2019? Probably not. 
it. It's probably time to throw it away. But now that I'm saying it out loud, it does sound kind of gross. So maybe I should just throw it away. But these are things that don't need to be done right away. And knowing that I have this running list, I don't feel as stressed to get them done. I don't feel like I have to choose time right now to get them done. Um, Dumping my auditions into my Dropbox and off of my iMovie is something I do once every couple of months. When they sit on iMovie, they tend to close, uh, slow your computer down a little bit, or so I've been told. Um, put me on self-tape, talked about this in a great tech chat uh, at one point, and they're fantastic about keeping up on tech stuff. So I dump my auditions into my Dropbox, and I keep them all labeled there. Also, then I can go back and look at them. I can see who actually booked the job. That's a task that I will do eventually when I have time. It's on the list. So I don't have to think about it. I know I'll go back to it. And I'm not stressed about deciding when to do it. So having a someday maybe list is a huge, huge piece of this puzzle. I hope this was helpful to you guys. I hope this helps with your decision fatigue. And I hope you can just realize how much of your day is put into making decisions, whether they're on the fly or whether they're long and thought out. And uh, I hope that you can find a little more mental breathing room from this podcast. Guys, if you enjoyed this podcast whatsoever, please make sure you drop a rate and review in it. It makes the world of difference to me and the pod. It means the most to us. We'll be coming back next week. We should have a guest episode on. I'm saying that now, but just in case it doesn't happen, (laughs) there's a good chance that we have a guest episode next week. And if you guys are enjoying this, please post on my Instagram at onebrokeactress and let me know you like these short form podcasts, that you like these solo episodes. And also, if you guys haven't yet checked out the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash onebrokeactress. It's $4 a month, and I am more than more than working to make it worth it. They have their own Zoom happening this month that is a plan for the next three months. We are going to sit down and plan everyone's next three months, where we're going, what we're doing. We're doing it live on um, Zoom. We have bonus podcasts coming out every single month for them. This month, we are talking about audition tracking, and they are getting their own audition trackers to fill out. There's a lot going on in there, plus close friends on Instagram. It's well worth $4 in my personal opinion, but that's just me. Okay. So patreon.com slash one broke actress. Thank you guys as always for listening to this podcast. Thank you, Helena Santos as our booking producer. And thank you so much to Maggie Zabo for your beautiful theme song. And I will talk to you guys next week. 